0: want to advertise your business to young go-getters like yourself would you like to create business leads over and over without the stress of manual advertising it's easy call 858-848-6186 advertise your business on the airwaves with the lutg radio show 858-848-6186 there's brand new listeners daily and this ad is sponsored by lutgradio.com that number again is 858-848-6186 and by the way you're listening aren't you Smart listeners, do you want to advertise your business to young go-getters like yourself? Would you like to create business leads over and over without the stress of manual advertising? It's easy. Call 858-848-6186. Advertise your business on the airwaves with the LUTG Radio Show. 858-848-6186. There's brand new listeners daily, and this ad is sponsored by LUTGradio.com. That number again is 858-848-6186. And by the way, you're listening, aren't you?
1: amen glory to god yes you are from china to the netherlands to the united states oh my goodness all around the world you are listening and i thank you because not i be glorified but the lord it tells me that you are tuning in to hear the gospel of the lord jesus christ and i say amen thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah it's tg Radio with Kathy Brox. I am Kathy Brox, and today's show is: What does greed profit? Amen. What does greed profit? We're about to find out right quick and in a hurry. Oh my goodness! First off, we want to say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you, O Lord God. Hallelujah! By the blood of your Son Jesus Christ. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your sacrifices. We thank you, Lord God, for saving our life. We thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning that we can shout and dance and sing praises unto your name, O Lord. For thou art worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. We thank you, O Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for speaking to me and speaking through me. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we close every door to the enemy. Boom, boom, boom. Shutting those doors of sin in the name of Jesus, that we may rise quickly to you, Lord God, in spirit and in truth and prayer and in obedience, oh, Lord God, that we may hear you clearly, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. For this vessel belongs to the Lord and we shall honor you with it. We thank you, Father. We, you give us the word to cast down every imagination that exhausts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. In doing so, we're able to follow, to hear, and to follow the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord God, for that reverence. Of obedience oh lord god for jesus did so be and greater because he said so we thank you heavenly father we love you hallelujah in jesus name we pray amen glory to god all right get out your bible we are looking at i'm on the bible gateway app amen you can download that and just have it on your phone or you can use the internet biblegateway.com uh, and um i am so what i did to find uh these scriptures i looked up the word greed and so when you want to find scriptures on a particular subject you look up that particular subject and i looked up the word greed in um in the uh, bible gateway app and i found 10 scriptures on greed but first we want to start with the basis and so this is my thesis statement i believe that the reason why i no, i talked about uh adam and eve before but i was in the i was up this morning you know getting myself cleaned up and whatnot and i was like okay lord what word do you have? Cause you know, you have an idea of what to say. Even if you write your own message out, you know, you always want to say what God wants you to say. And so I'm like, well, what word do you have for me? You know, I'm open. You know what I'm saying? I'm open for it. I kid you not, I did not even plan anything out for today. Um, I, I just wanted God to speak through me. And so I'm waiting and I'm listening. I hear greed. And I'm like, okay. And then, um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that, and what comes to mind is Adam and Eve and I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, okay, w- w- wait a minute. Cause then I got the revelation. I was like, so is it, I'm understanding that the reason why what happened with Adam and Eve, it began with greed. Cause I was like, well, how is it that they didn't trust you? How is it they didn't trust you because they were with you the whole time and they had all these blessings and you provided everything for them? Everything. They had food and water. I mean, they had the whole freaking earth. They had a they had they lived beautifully. If you ever see God's throne room and then check out where he lives, oh my goodness. Now imagine how much if he would bless himself. I mean His throne room is a place of judgment. It's a place, you you can get gifts there too. You can get blessings there too. But it's also a place of judgment and it's beautiful. He made a place of judgment beautiful. So if he would make a place of judgment beautiful, how swell, how well is he living, right? And if God is living very well, extremely well, and he says, I'll give to you abundantly. And he gave to Adam and Eve abundantly. He gave them everything, more more than they could ever dream or ask for. Everything. I mean, work was not even hard. It was just like, say a thing and it's done. Say a thing and it's done. No tilling the ground with your hands. Ground, be tilled. Ground, flowers produce seed in that ground. Ground, cover it up. Ground, water the seed. Fruit, come forth. He didn't even have to do all that. All he did say was fruit come forth. Hmm. Right? All he had to do was supervise. Everything was already done. All he had to do was supervise. Y'all had supervisors before, right? At the little, you know, mom and pop shops or at the restaurants, at the Fortune 500s. You had supervisors. They come around to look and see what you're doing. Yeah, you doing it right. All right, all right, all right. And then they start quacking, cracking a whip just because they can. Come on now, people, get excited. And they're only doing it because their boss is looking at them like, it's all going good, but I'm acting like it ain't. I'm exercising my right to supervise. Adam didn't have to do nothing but obey God. Obey God. Eve. All she had to do was obey God. But instead, they let greed... See, greed was... uh, I think that before they accepted the lie from the enemy, they accepted greed. I think that they accepted greed prior to accepting deceit. Because... They had everything already. And the enemy convinced them that they needed more. Their needs were already provided for, their wants were already provided for. And he made them think that they needed more. And so I'm reading in the book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verse 10 through 12. Because we want to know what does it profit a man? What does greed profit a man? You heard it. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? That's what happened to Adam and Eve. They gained the whole world and they lost their soul. Isaiah uh, 56 and 10 says, His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yea, they are greedy dogs which can never have enough. And they are shepherds that cannot understand they all look to her, to their own way, every one for his gain from his quarter. Come, ye, say, they. I will fetch wine, and we will fill ourselves with strong drink. And tomorrow shall be as this day, and much more abundant. Gain the whole world, and having no reverence for the Lord, it makes you lazy slothful you cannot tell it makes you in unquenchable unquenchable when you introduce greed into your life when you allow greed into your life it makes you insatiable you can never get enough oftentimes people refer insatiability to sex They often refer to sex. And I believe that God is saying, okay, well, let's take this a little bit deeper. Let's take it a little bit deeper because sometimes you can feel as though you don't have enough, no matter how much you have. To God be the glory. Amen. Uh, Proverbs chapter 21, verses 25 through 27. The desire of the slothful killeth him, for his hands refuse to labor. He coveteth greedily all the day long, but the righteous giveth and spareth not. The sacrifice of the wicked is abomination. How much more when he bringeth it with a wicked mind? Interesting. Interesting. How much more when he bringeth it with a wicked mind? How much more? We're going over to the book of Genesis, chapter three. I know y'all think I should have read this one first, but that's okay. Chapter three, it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, Ye shall not eat? of every tree of the garden and the woman said unto the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden God hath said ye shall not eat of it neither shall ye eat neither shall ye touch it lest ye die that's a warning there's many types of deaths evidently there's a spiritual death and a physical death. A flesh death. And God was referring to the spirit. And the serpent. And he's actually talking about the mind. The soul. The mind, will, emotions, imagination, conscience. And to die. For that to die. the means to fall away from God. To turn away. To walk away from God. And the serpent said unto the woman. Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as gods knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Not interesting. Now Jesus is considered our daily bread, our food. And so that tree is good for food, but it's meant not as an appetizer. She ate of that tree as an appetizer and not as a full course and not as even as a supplement. That tree was meant to be partaken of after obedience. After the salvation. Of Jesus Christ. See God already knew that we would need to be saved. He already knew at some point. We would need to be saved. He was already prepared to pay the price. Jesus. Was that four course meal. And the tree. Was not an appetizer. It was a dessert. It was a part of the blessing of Jesus Christ. So it was good for food. But it was never meant to be combined with sin. It was never meant to be combined with sin. She did not sin when she ate of the tree. She sinned when she listened and agreed with greed and deception and doubt when she listened to the enemy speak through a snake and speak lies that she knew was a lie and then she gave it to her husband who surrendered the crown he surrendered his authority in the earth he surrendered the earth the crown the land that God gave him the atmosphere Everything in the earth belonged to Adam. It was under Adam's rule and he gave it away. Deception. Deception. I have another question for you. The people of God Hebrews, Jews, dark-skinned people Some light skin. The funny thing, the pigment is according to where you live in the earth. So we are all made in God's image, right? Sometimes we would like to say, oh, well, this person is really, this person is higher than that one. No, this one is higher than that one. Are we listening to deception again? God's people are dark skin. God's people are light skin. God's people are Asian. God's people are Chinese. God's people are Portuguese. God's people are Nigerians. God's people are Americans. God's people are the people in the earth. The skin color doesn't determine God's people. Faith determines God's people. He made us in his image and in his likeness so that we would worship like him. We will obey and honor the father like him, like Jesus. Jesus wasn't made in our image. We were made in his image, the father, son, and the Holy Spirit. And so when Eve and Adam chose to ignore their identity, Which they knew full well. They could stand before the father and not die. They smelled sweet like honey on a honeycomb to the father. They smelled like Jesus before they gave up their throne. They smelled like the Lord. And so when we receive salvation, we receive the blood covenant of Jesus So that we could smell like him before the Father. You heard? You are listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting. This is LUTG Radio, which stands for Let Us Thank God Radio. And LUTG Radio, Let Us Thank God, is saying that Jesus is the Lord. Adam and Eve gave up the throne. A lot of us think, well, the earth is the footstool of God. True. So the earth is our throne. The earth is a place where we dwell and where God was allowing us to walk out our faith and our obedience. Your throne is your your soul. Your throne is your mind, will, emotions, imagination, conscience. That's the thing that had to be saved. That's the thing that believes and believes not. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? There is no profit and the loss of a soul. There is only death and destruction and a moving away from God. You get no pleasure. By moving away from God. None whatsoever. Mark 7.22 says. Theft. Covetedness. Covetishness. Wickedness. Deceit. Lasciviousness. And evil eye. Blasphemy. Pride. Foolishness. That's greed. That's what it looks like. To gain the whole world and to lose your soul. That's what it looks like. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Sin. Sin. Some of us, we eat too much some of us don't eat enough because we're trying to make sure some other anatomy is larger. We're trying to make sure some ana- some other part of our body is smaller to make little other parts look bigger. That's when your mind is not on straight. You starve yourself for vanity. You overindulge because you're not satisfied. When will enough be enough for you? When will enough be enough? When we check out Proverbs chapter one, verses 18 through 20, it says, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her her voice in the streets. You don't have to have everything. There's nothing wrong with being blessed. But you have your blessings. You don't have to take somebody else's blessings in order for you to be satisfied. Your problem comes when you try and take somebody else's blessings. When you make it so that they cannot profit in the earth, so that they cannot be blessed, then you run into problems. Proverbs 15, 26 and 28 says, the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. He that is greedy of gain troubleth his own house, but he that hateth gifts shall live. The heart of the righteous studieth to answer him, but the mouth of the wicked poured out evil things. What is that? Don't come visit me, boy, unless you got me a gift. And he said, I want to marry you. I want to love you. That's my gift to the both of us let's make a home together nah i want some stuff i need some jewelry or something girl you gonna come visit me and you ain't gonna let me get none man what's that man can i get a trinket or something man you ain't got none for me dad what good are you really those are things we say to one another how do you love her and talk to her like that how do you love him and talk to him like that you don't love him those are signs that you don't really love him you just love you know all the stuff he can buy for you all the stuff he can do for you love him i mean if you're gonna take an opportunity to open up your heart You might as well open it up all the way and go ahead and just love him as he is and help each other to get better, to be better. What happened when Adam and Eve ate of the tree, which was just a symbol of their sin? It was a manifestation of their sin. Well, guess what else manifested? Chapter 7. I mean... Verse seven of chapter three, it says, and the eyes of them both were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the, so clothes are aprons. And they heard, (laughs) and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden of the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. God gave them skin to cover themselves up. And the Lord God called Adam unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? He saying, Have you turned your heart from me? See, with the mouth confession is made. And here comes a confession. The heart, the mouth confesses what's in the heart. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid. That means I am in sin. I sinned. That's what he, that's what the Lord heard. Because I was naked and I hid myself. That is shame. That is more sin. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Now God is trying to purge the sin. Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Now at this point, Adam should have confessed and repented. But there is no repentance. Without the help of Jesus. And the man said, the woman whom thou gavest to me to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. Now, he is blaming the woman. (laughs) He is blaming the woman. And he is telling God, you have given me too much power to hold I cannot bear, I cannot even stand up to the enemy who is in the woman. She believed the enemy and made him her father and I surrendered to her and made her my Lord and she gave that authority to the enemy. I surrendered everything to the enemy, God. I let her be the head of the house. Lord God, I lost my soul. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? Again, he said, Will you repent? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. So she said, It was him. It was him. It was the enemy. It was him. It was all his fault. It was the enemy. She has given authority over to the enemy, over to Satan. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, see, God knows who to blame. Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle. Above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. God cursed serpent, the, the, the snake, too. And the reason why he did it was because everything in the garden had wisdom. The serpent, as we open with this chapter, the serpent was the most cunning of everything there. Which means that thing had full understanding as to what he was doing, but he thought for sure, yeah, I can run this beast. Yeah. So he got tricked, too. How did he get tricked? Greed. The enemy came at him. Yo, man, you the smartest one up in this piece. (laughs) You even smarter than Adam and Eve. Look, check this out, dude. If you go ahead and let me get all up in you, let me speak to you for a minute. We going to take this over. We got it. We going to take this over. You can have this God and I'm going to take the throne. I'm going to run this piece. I'm running this yep that was a battle for not only the earth but for heaven for God's throne the enemy was trying to make God bow down to him ain't that crazy Verse 15, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. Glory to God. Glory to God. Between thy seed and her seed. Mm, mm, mm. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. You know what I see right here when I hear that? God is saying, I'm going to put some distance in between you. I'm going to make it so that you... Are no longer the most cunning, but man is in that moment that he spoke that he says, man will be above you from this point forward. You will not ever be able to trick them or fool them ever again. And so much that I'm going to redeem them through the blood of my son, Jesus, I will redeem their authority. I will redeem the authority of man unto the woman he said i will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception conception and sorrow thou shalt bring forth children and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee he punished her too saying see y'all was equal y'all both ran it but i see that you know you can't have two heads can't have you know you two holes but There can't be two CEOs. There can only be one. Somebody has to relent to the other. And because you relented to Satan and to the voice of Satan, I am going to give you a headship. And that's going to be your husband. Bam. So before you get married, who's your ruler? The Lord God Almighty. When you get married, who becomes your ruler? Your husband. Your covenant. He becomes your covenant. Now, gentlemen, that doesn't mean that you can beat up on your wife and tell her, go get me this broad. No. No. That just means that you're required to cover her. When you see something, that means you must speak up because a man will see something that a woman will not see and will never see. She would have to be trained to see the things that a man can see, especially in another man or in something that has virility or beguilement, deception. Women are good at interpreting and understanding things, but deception, oh my goodness. Deception is on a whole nother level. Women are good at, women Women have been trained to see this and we see it from a perspective of nurturing. We see deception from a perspective of nurturing and protecting and gathering men see deception from a takeover from destruction. Hold on, bro. Are you trying to take my stuff? Hold on, bro. I know you ain't still in my car. Co- oh, dude. Why are you looking that hard at my car? Why are you looking that hard at that hard at my woman? Yo, man, are you you really going to try and take over my business here? Yeah. They look at it from a position of honor and takeover. And basically wiping things out. Like, nah, there's enough here for all of us to eat. You ever heard that? You hear it on the streets. You hear it in the CEO offices in those meetings. You hear it. Oh, pfft. This market is fat. This market is this market is a bear. This market is plenty for everybody to eat. No matter what lingo you use, yo, bro, we all can eat here. You ain't gotta be greedy. Because what happens when you get greedy, even on the streets, when you get greedy on the streets, you profit nothing. When you don't let other people eat, oh, your time is winding down what happens in the in business when you try and take over all the markets by marking down your stuff super low to the point that your other people the other marketers around you can't eat and cannot survive what happens they all collectively get together and go against you forcing you to fail because you can only keep your prices so long so low for so long cuz eventually it will turn on you. It will turn on you. And this is how they do it. Oh, yo, dude. Those are bark, those bargain prices over there. Man, watch out. That stuff gonna fall apart in like five days. What man, you ain't gonna be able to get it out the stove good before it ain't no ain't no good no more. Why are you going over there? Yo, come on over here to my stove. We got the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? Look, our stuff will last long and we give you a guarantee. If anything break, because you know it ain't going to break. That's why we can give you this guarantee that if it breaks, bring it back. We got your back. We're going to give you another one. Or what? Check out. We'll give you your money back. You know how much I don't like to give back money. But just because I know that my product is sweet and good. I'm going to offer you a money-back guarantee that you can take it to the bank, baby. That's going to last you a long, long time. And you hear that enough, you like, hmm, you know what? Even though they got the same exact same products, I like that money-back guarantee. I think I'm going over here. Now, they eating, but you ain't because you was greedy. Same thing applies to Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve got greedy. Greedy. They thought that God was holding something back from him. He wasn't holding back nothing. Only thing he said was, hold up, I'm going to give it to you. You know what's there, is right there. I just need you to prove that you can withstand the devil. I don't want you to be continually, I don't want you to live in eternity in sin because if that happens, I'm going to have to kill you myself. What did he do with those that were completely overthrown with sin? He filled the earth up with water and drowned them all. He only took a few to restart the the, the generations. He only took a few. God loves you and he wants the best for you. So he's telling you right now, greed is not the way. You don't need a hundred women. You don't need 200 men. You think 200 men is probably maybe not enough to support your daily habits and all your jewelry and all your fineness. You think that you need 100 women to support all of your virility. No, you don't. You need one. One. And the reason why I say one is because the earth is already filled with people already. You need one. One to love and to cherish you and to honor you. You need one God. One that will provide for you and love you and honor you. And one that paid the price for your salvation. Allow you into his presence through the blood of his son, Jesus. You need one. One God. One spouse. You can have as many children as you like. God will provide. But one spouse. One life. You're like, but I got a bunch of baby mamas. Okay, imagine how they feel. They're not number one. They're not number two. They're not number three. They like number 50. They ain't got no time with you. No quality, nothing. No quality, nothing. Imagine what kind of love and tenderness you can get if you just had one that would love you completely unconditionally. And the only time that she would ever say no to you is when you ask her to sin and to go against God. And she would say, I love you too much to sin because we are going to enter into the rest of God. When we go to heaven, we will be judged for righteousness and not sin. We shall spend an eternity with the Lord God Almighty in his perfect peace. And she says, for God so loved the world, for God so loved you and me, that he gave his only begotten son. So that whosoever believe you and me shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, you and me, might be saved. Jesus loves you and he wants you to be saved today. So if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the best time, the perfect time. To give your heart to the Lord. To say yes to him. To let God know that you want to be a part of his kingdom. You want to be saved. You want to be forgiven of all your sins. Repeat this prayer after me. If You want to be saved. You want to be forgiven of all your sins. And enter into the rest of God. Not be judged for your sins. But be judged for righteousness. Which says you get to rest in Jesus. No torment. Pure love. Joy and peace. Repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me. And for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward with you, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly 100% make me a light in a dark place and from this day forward I will leave this place and share you with everyone I meet and everyone I know it's commitment Jesus I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations, you just got saved. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Congratulations. Read your Bible every day, starting off with the book of John. Don't miss. Amen. That is a great gospel. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for opening up the, the understanding of the saved. Amen. Hallelujah. That we may read your word and apply it to our daily lives and let your worship come forth, uh, fill our hearts and come forth from our mouths. Thank you, Lord God, for our salvation. Thank you, Lord God, for our peace of mind. Thank you, Lord God, for our whole body. For you made us of sound mind and sound body. That is to be whole, complete in health. Hallelujah, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. For your salvation provides for the rebuke of sickness and sin. I rebuke sin and, and sin and sickness. I should say Sickness comes from sin. So we, we, your blood covenant rebukes the sickness and restores their health to the bodies of the body of Christ. I thank you, Lord God. And I thank you for your mercies for those that have yet to be saved. I thank you, Lord God, for healing their bodies and that they may know that it is you, Lord Jesus, that is the blood of Jesus that healed them. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your healing. Thank you, Lord. I feel heat on my hands, so I know God is moving. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Heat and electricity. Receive your healing now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, for thou art worthy. You're listening to LUTG Radio's KKP, Digital Broadcasting. This is um Kathy Brooks. God bless you. Share this uh, podcast with as many people as possible. Put the link on your social media pages. Send it in an email or text. Amen. Glory to God. Let people know that Jesus love them. Amen.